has come to our attention that some of you are guilty of superstition. Dude, trust us. Winning after an XL pepperoni pie before every game is just a coincidence. Take a breath. And maybe a diabetes test. We're your home for the winning edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Vegas Sportsbook Radio. We're coming to you from the KSHP studios in Las Vegas. Brian Blessing, I was going to say with Dr. Kildare. <laughs> like, the music's playing. Hey, look over. You still got the mascot. I'm like, oh, hello. I, for- I forgot. I mean, I, just, I thought you were going to. Yet another senior moment. That's fine. I mean, do what you got to do. But <laughs> I was like, where'd that come from? Well, the- the GM likes us to wear them, you know, as we're moving from room to room here. No, I know. And, and I just, you're, you're supposed to take it off when you open your mic, and so I forgot you, to take it so off. So you're that guy, actually, so am I, that you run around looking for your card keys, and they're in your pocket. I lose the TV remote four times a day. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm real good at So when, when I got out of college... I, I, I lived with my dad for a while. He had he had to put his, the, my mom and dad got divorced while while I was in college, so he's living in an apartment. So I go back to live with him. You know, financial reasons. I'm working at a radio station. I would get home and wherever I had put things in the apartment, which I know where they are, he, he would have put them all away. <laughs> so I have no idea where any of my stuff is ever. And and I love my father, but it it was really tough to live with him because. I know. Uh, you want the, the the worst bad beat of all time? Okay. The worst. I stayed home for college. I lived I lived at home. Okay. Right? And graduate, boom, get a job. And I'm not gone a week. And God bless her. My mother decides to clean the attic. And when I come home, like all these games that stuff I had when I was a tippet, you know, board games, all these things are there. I'm like, my mom, where's a box of baseball cards at? Oh, I threw those out. Uh huh. Yeah, I can only imagine. Had to be Reggie Jackson rookie card, you know, whatever. I'm like, come on. What are the odds of that? Uh-huh. What pops in your head says, I'm going to clean it? Hey, no one ever goes there. Yeah. Why? So I I don't have an answer. It's always the way. I got to tell you, I still have my cards. I've, I've I've got I put them in binders. I've got about like ten binders. Anytime I've ever tried to sell them, Brian, they will they will not give you what the what I know those cards are worth, right? Because they because they're going to turn around and sell them. So so you know, whatever they're worth, you would have never gotten what they are actually worth. It's just kind of the way it works. Oh, I get it. Well, Super Bowl twenty five was the first ticket that was a hologram. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. So the Bills play the Bills make the Super Bowl. They're playing the Giants Super Bowl twenty five. I'm able to get my meat hooks on a couple Super Bowl tickets, my dad and my brother. Okay. 
<laughs> my dad just puts the ticket in its pocket like it's you know like just another yeah. game. It's a paper. It's, it's a hologram thing. It's, it's yeah. as crumbled as it could be. <laughs> you know, I'm like wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Anyway, so. so what an eventful weekend. All right, the World Series moves back to Houston. Braves fast start. Strohs come back, get the cover of the ball. Crazy, goofy game. So that thing continues. And then the injuries. Yesterday, Winston goes down. Simeon comes in. Saints, best Brady and the Bucks. Cooper Rush. Prescott's looking good, running around, warming up before the game. And, I mean, you got to think he's playing next week. He he certainly looked okay in the yeah, warm Yeah, no, he was he was really close. So yeah, I would I would lean toward him playing next week. Yeah, and then Mike White comes in. <laughs> Some guy named Mike White. Mike White, you know, lights up the Bengals. Horrible call we talked about yeah. at the end of that game. We talked about that in the first hour, but an eventful Sunday in the NFL. And then you wake up this morning to the news: Derrick Henry, yeah, foot surgery. First they said out for the year, now it's six to ten weeks. Mm -hmm. And then the Rams trade and get Von Miller, give up a second and a third for the guy. So you've got Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, and Von Miller on that defense. And the Rams will be able to select a college football player in 2027. (laughs) They have no draft picks. None. They gave gave up all their first rounders for like how many years for Stafford. Okay, I mean, you talk about the words "all in." Yeah, the Rams are all in. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. So they, you're right. They they, they, they better they better get that Lombardi Trophy because they're it's not too distant future. These guys are old, and it, it's going to end real quick. You better get a, a Super Bowl trophy to have in the on on the mantle. You know, when you don't have any draft picks. What was the deal with Miller? You said he's a little nicked. He's got an ankle injury. Um, I believe he's missed the last two games for Denver. Um, So my guess is he won't play for the Rams this week, but next week he'd be in play. Quite the week. Man, that was was nuts. This is going to be a great week coming up. Big football games, the World Series, the Breeders' Cup at the end of the week. NASCAR, by the way, down to the final four. That was actually pretty dramatic yesterday in the final laps where they're jockeying for position. Who's going to get in? And Martin Truex got in. So they're down racing for the championship uh, at Phoenix. It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio on a Monday Series 204 of the Sports Grid Radio Network from the KSHP studios in Las Vegas. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Sportsbook Radio from the KSHP Studios in Las Vegas, Series 204, Sports Grid Radio Network. Scott Farrell, top of the hour on the network. And uh, Mike Lewis is going to join us on Vegas Hockey Highland. A lot going on in the NHL. With the NHLPA, the players are having that meeting today. A lot of fallout still from the Chicago situation. A lot on the docket on Vegas Hockey Highland. Listen live function for you at KSHP.com. 
on a Monday. He jumpstarts our week. Every week we go over to Red Rock to see what's shaking with our pal Chuck Esposito. Hi, bud. Hey, buddy. How's it going today? Kind of a crazy week for sure. Uh, you know, you had the first seven and a half plus point underdog of the season win outright, and that was the J E T S Jets <laughs> over the Bengals on Sunday. What do you do like for the Thursday night game, Chuck? I mean, Mike White looked pretty good. I thought he looked actually better than Zach Wilson. To That's be what we said. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, he you know he stepped up into the pocket, had a a real kind of presence about him. I thought they got Michael Carter involved a lot more. Um, they were able to move the ball up and down the field consistently uh, against the Bengals yesterday, which was a little surprising. I mean, defensively, they still made a number of mistakes. They turned the ball over a little bit, you know, too much for my liking. But overall, I really thought Mike White played well. And, and even if, a, you know, Flacco's in camp and ready to go with the short work week, I don't think they make any change at quarterback. I think you still see Mike White Thursday night against the Colts. Hey, with these injuries, um, you know, Derrick Henry and, uh, and Jameis Winston, do you move the future odds at all? Not necessarily on those teams, but, you know, the other favorites in those conferences, or do you let the public do that, Chuck? No, it's, it's, it's a really good point that you bring up, Stevie, and it's something that we talked about. I mean, we look at it every week, and, you know, we're no different than the guys on the other side of the counter wanting to put, our, put ourselves in the best possible win position we can with every team. And knowing that Tennessee sits at number one in the AFC right now, but their whole offense is built around being able to kind of wear teams down and, and run over them late in the game. Um, you know, they've come off wins against the Bills, the Chiefs. They've beaten the Colts twice in their division. And then they travel to play the, the Rams. And it's just an unfortunate thing because everything they do offensively changes. So it is definitely something that, that we take into consideration and look at, even with the Saints. You know, what's the fallout? Taysom Hill is just a much different quarterback. Um, Simeon did okay, and I think their defense is what dominates teams, and their defense is what's impressive with the Saints. You're not going to ask Simeon to, to have to go out and beat a team, but if, if they happen to get into a big-time shootout or a high-scoring affair, um, does he have enough? So absolutely we look at it every week and make adjustments accordingly based on stuff like that. Chuck Henry specifically, what is he worth in relation to the number? Because – you know, we saw Cleveland, okay, Chubb and Hunt were out. And, again, you know, they were able to find a way. Their running game still worked well. I mean, this guy's a monster that just takes over games at the end of games. They need him to be a factor in the postseason. So six to ten weeks is a lot better than out for the year. But what does it mean to the side? What does it mean to the total in terms of, I mean, is Tannehill slinging it all over creation now? I think he's going to have to sling it a little bit more, guys. I, I think, again, getting back to my point earlier, that whole offense is built around Derrick Henry. And we've seen over the last couple of years some of the big upsets that they've had was being able to run the ball and dictate the clock and take the ball out of other teams' hands. Um, Tannehill, you know, I think has had some success there because of that. A.J. Brown was much more involved yesterday. They're going to have to get Julio Jones back and get him healthy. Um, we know that they, you know, the word is they just signed Adrian Peterson. Not sure if he can play right now or if he's a, a two-to-three-week away from being in football shape. They've got Jeremy McNichols who's going to have to step up. But, but I think more than any other running back in the league, he's, he's worth a few points. And he does 
alter the the, the kind of the, the the point spread and the total and what we think about. I mean, I, I discussed it with you guys, you know, during the week last week. It was more impactful to the number and to the Browns. Um, not was would Baker Mayfield be back and what was the difference between him and you know what and, and Case Keenum? But what was the difference between Hunt and Chubb being out? And I think getting them back, at least getting Chubb back, helped, although they got beaten that game. Um, I don't think there's a running back in the league right now that has more impact to the line and the way that their team kind of plays and controls clock and distributes uh, than what Derrick Henry has. So I think it's a catastrophic blow to the Titans. But it's best case, I guess, hearing that it's 6-10 to 10 for a team that currently sits on top of the AFC and really is in control of their division after beating the Colts twice. Then maybe they can buy that, you know, that six to ten week window, and still be a factor in the postseason. Well, I said to Stevie, the one thing it probably will do is cost them, you know, uh, an opportunity for home field throughout, and they'll probably end up having to go on the road. I think they're still in control of the division in a very weird way, Chuck. And this might sound really nuts. Could you make the case the totals in Titans games should actually be higher because? They'll be throwing the ball more, and the clock will be running less. The question is, can they get it in the end zone? But I bet you that there are maybe anywhere from three to five more possessions for both teams because Tennessee's not running the ball. Yeah, I think that definitely could be part of it, Pete. Um, you know, they're kind of fortunate, though. I mean, they, you know... I still think it, it might not cost them a home game. I mean, they, they own tiebreakers over the Bills right now. Um, they're 6-2. and two. We know they have this tough game against the Rams, and, and they do play at home against the Saints, but they've got a lot of winnable games. I mean, they play uh, the Texans still. Um, they do have a game at the Patriots and at the Steelers. They play the Jags. They play at home to the Niners, um, at home to the Dolphins, at home to the Titans. Um, I mean, at home, or the Texans. So they've got the Texans still twice at home to the Niners, at home to the Dolphins, at home to the Jags. I'm not sure that it's, you know, I think that the bulk part of their schedule kind of concludes with this game against the, um, uh, against the Rams. And, you know, again, having two big wins against the Colts and then owning tiebreakers over the Bills and beating the Chiefs. You know, you never want to lose a guy like Derrick Henry, and ultimately maybe it does cost them a uh, home field. But I don't think it's – I think the fact that they kind of got through that stretch unscathed, um, they're still in a really good spot at 6-2 and two right now um, to be one of the teams that's going to maybe have, uh, you know, one of the two buys. And, Chuck, in the case of uh, Jameis Winston for New Orleans, those totals uh, week by week probably come down, right? They're going to be more conservative whether it's Hill – or Simeon, the quarterback. And, oh, by the way, that Saints defense looked pretty good yesterday. Yeah, it's definitely going to come down, CV. No question at all. Even Winston, and he really hadn't opened it up that much. I think the big key for, for them was that he hadn't turned the ball over. He hadn't made those big mistakes. I mean, they're supposed to have Hill back this week. But, you know, Winston beat him out in camp, and he was the more quarterback guy. Um, Simeon, I don't think they're going to ask to do a lot. I think there's a chance that maybe – Michael Thomas is back sooner rather than later now. Um, you know, they've been talked about as potentially even dealing him. Um, I think it's a major blow to the Saints. I think defensively we'll keep them in a lot of games, um, but that really hurts the Saints losing Jameis Winston, who was playing, you know, much, much better this year as far as, you know, uh, not turning the ball over. 
Chuck Esposito is with us. We're glad he is on a Monday as we jumpstart a new week. Chuck, tell them about the STN mobile app when folks are coming in from out of town. they got to get it. Yes, it's a great thing to have, guys. I mean, it really brings the sports book to you. There's so many things going on. We're on the cusp of, you know, college hoop starting as well. Um, we know it's getting closer and closer to holiday season, and there's a lot of honey-to-do lists out there. And um, we love it when you guys come in and enjoy everything we have to offer. But having STN Sports and uh, the, the bonus up to, up to uh, um, you know, 1,010% back now, uh, right now, $100 bonus, is, is just a cool thing to have with all this going on for new sign-ups. All right, another segment still to come with our pal Chuck Esposito from Station Casinos. Don't forget, it's Monday Night Football. The Monday Night Maniacs out in full force over at Oasis, 4955 South Decatur. Great food, great drink, great prizes, great gaming promotions over at Oasis. Coming back to Vegas in a moment. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Here's the SportsGrid Radio Network. Hey, we're back with the Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Let's get right back to Red Rock. Chuck Esposito is our guest today on a Monday. And Chuck, I'm, you always say, yay sportsbooks. Yay sportsbooks. Baseball continues, and we might end up with a couple more games. We might, guys. You know, I think when you know, you're know you at home and you've got a chance to, to close out the series and you're up 4 nothing in the first inning, um, they're going to be thinking about it a little bit, the Braves. I, I you know, I... I you look at Houston being the favorite in the next two games, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see the way it plays out right now. But uh, I'm sure they let one get away, and I'm sure you know they're going to have to regroup a little bit and um, think, you know, hey, we had a 3-1 lead in this series and a chance to close it out at home, and again, up 4 nothing in the first inning and couldn't do it. Uh, let's see what happens now at Houston. But I, it's good for us, though. I mean, I think anytime you've got a, a series in any sport that, that potentially uh, could go seven games, Definitely a win-win for our side of the counter, guys. Everything you just said is true, Chuck. I, I would just say uh, for Houston, Garcia on three days rest in game six and whoever they go with in game seven, should there be one, probably on three days rest. Uh, athletes are creatures of habit. You, you, you take them out of their routine and they don't normally perform as well. We'll see what happens. Um, Freed is, is a, has been Atlanta's best starter. He gets the start in Game 6, and I, I'm guessing it would be Anderson in Game 7 if it goes that far there on four days rest. Um, I, I still think the public, though, is, is looking at uh, Houston and probably the over in Game 6, right, Chuck? I would think so, Stevie, and, and I agree with everything you just said. I, I think, you know, if you get to a Game 7, it doesn't matter. They'll be throwing guys, you know, if they have to get one guy out. It doesn't matter on rest at that point. It's, you know, everybody and anybody because you got six months to rest after Wednesday night um, if that happens. So, um, but again, it, it's uh, good for us. But I, I think you will see uh, some action on Houston in this game and the over um, to, to kind of force this game, this series to go to a seven game. Chuck, the players that had really good success for a couple of weeks, what was the synopsis of the weekend? It was definitely a bounce back, guys, for, for our side of the counter. A pretty good day on Saturday overall. Um, but Sunday, again, the big key was J-E-T-S. 
you know, we kind of bookended it. No pun intended for Jason and my and uh, our podcast show called uh, Bookends, the sports betting podcast. But, um, you know, the, the first Sunday of the month was a really good Sunday. And then we finished it off with a really good Sunday yesterday. I think you had underdogs went 8-5 went and five against the number. You had the Saints winning the game outright. Uh, as I mentioned, the Jets winning the game outright. Both were, were really big games for, for our side of the counter. And it kind of set the stage for the day. So, uh, overall, uh, like I said, uh, kind of a bounce-back weekend, I think, for the industry. Um, but uh, book, bookended between three solid weeks for the betters. Um, and it was a five Sunday, uh, five Sunday month, um, so that's why it was kind of important to bounce back yesterday. Chuck doesn't happen often, but uh, you know we've seen in the last couple of years, Tom Brady's kryptonite is the Saints' defense, and I don't care who you are, they keep punching you in the mouth. Eventually, you're going to make a mistake. Yeah, I, I think you look at the turnovers that he's had um, against the Saints in his uh, you know one plus years with uh, with Tampa. And the three games there compared to what he's had against the rest of the league. And it's a little bit, you know, stunning um, to see that. I really thought, guys, when the Saints had scored those two touchdowns, or the Bucks, excuse me, and, you know, I think it was 23-21 at that point, and we knew that, that Winston was out and Simeon hadn't looked great, that, hey, it, it's going to be, you know, Tom's going to bring them back and they're going to win. And I think we felt that late, even before the pick six, that um, it's going to be, you know, Brady's going to bring them back, no question at all. And you're right, it didn't happen. He really struggles with that defense, uh, especially in that in that stadium. So, hey, it is what it is, uh, and uh, um, they're still a really good team, um, you know, the Bucks. But that was a huge win for the Saints right now as they try to regroup and, and hope that Taysom Hill can carry them the rest of the way unless they go out and, you know, make an addition. We've already seen, you know, um, you know one big trade at the trade deadline with Von Miller going to the Rams. Uh, we'll see what other teams might have up their sleeve. But I think there will be a lot of teams that are active guys between now and tomorrow afternoon. You would think at the beginning of an NBA season you could kind of kick back and just put up numbers. Not the case. Joel Embiid on a nightly basis, you got to find out what's up with his knee. And if he's playing, LeBron James, the same deal with the ankle. Malcolm Brogdon for uh, Indiana has a hamstring issue. I mean, you, you've got to keep your eyes and ears open, right, Chuck, and, and putting up these numbers even right at the start of the NBA season. We sure do, Stevie. Um, you know, I think it's been the NBA more than anything else over the last few years that – if it was maintenance days or guys that are banged up, it's so much easier for us. You know, it, it doesn't matter. We don't want to see any superstar or star power guy not be in the lineup. Um, but if we know that they're out, it is much easier for our side of the counter to make the adjustment and, and put that number on the board. Um, it, it's the uncertainty that really kind of creates havoc for us. And, and I'm sure it's the same way with the betters. You know, they want to know if these guys are in or out when, the, when they're backing some of these sides with, with their dollars. So, uh, unfortunately, it's just part of the game, you know, in the NBA that you never know for sure. And, uh, you know, it does make it more difficult from our side of the counter. But I, but I know that, you know, the guests feel it as well. Even yesterday in pro football, I mean, you had heard so many different reports about Dak. And, you know, if you looked at his workout before the game, guys, I mean, he had worked up a sweat. He looked like he did when he first came back, you know. And, and uh, you know, he said if it was a playoff game or a must-win game, he could have played. But, you know, that line ping-ponged a lot, not knowing if he was in or out and, you know, did a complete flip from uh, the Cowboys close to a three-point favorite to the Vikings a three-point favorite and then going a full point beyond that. So it's the uncertainty that really creates problems, I think, for, for both sides of the counters, guys. How about college football, Chuck? Big game. I mean, a lot was on the line. Great atmosphere, Michigan, Michigan State, and it lived up to the hype. How was the handle on that game and what was the atmosphere like in the book over at Red Rock? 
Handel was great, guys. I mean, you know, anytime you've got a rivalry like that and, you know, two teams that are that are undefeated and, and the way that Michigan had the big lead and then gave it away, um, I, I mean, it's, it's tough. I mean, Kenny Walker looked so good in that game. I think he's a legit candidate now for the Heisman. Um, you know, Harbaugh just for whatever reason can't get past um, you know, his arch rivals being Ohio State and, and Michigan State and win some of those games, which is going to be something that's going to haunt him for how long he stays there. Uh, but hats off to Michigan State coming back in that game the way that they did. But atmosphere in the book was pretty cool with that game on. It's going to generate interest in the Big Ten here at the end of the season, right, uh, Chuck? You, you, you guys will get a lot of action on those games as the Big Ten wraps up the season and, and, and looks to a bowl. Oh, absolutely, Stevie. I think and everyone's kind of looking at right now the four teams that, you know, to play in the, in the Bowl Championship Series, you, you know, between uh, um, Georgia and Alabama and Ohio State and Oklahoma. Will any of those teams kind of stub their toe and open the door for anybody else? But um, Ohio State's kind of in the driver's seat right now, but still have a few tough games to play in conference, as you mentioned, to see how it all plays out. NASCAR, Chuck, the NHL, NBA, and the Breeders' Cup. I mean, it's football, 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 but, man, what a week this is going to be. It is, and, and, you know, I know you and I, B, are are passionate about the horse racing side of it, and, you know, we've done many, uh, you know, seminars and, and VIP dinners and things like that in the past, and we're, you know, we're extremely hopeful and excited about potentially doing that and then not to – distant future here at Red Rock as well, but it's uh, it's $40,000 Twin Q weekend, meaning that we will have a $10,000 Twin Q on, on both Friday and Sunday and a $20,000 Twin Q on, on Saturday. So it's $40,000 Twin Q weekend at all of our station casino race books uh, for Breeders' Cup weekend. Toothpicks to Lumberyards, Chuck. <laughs> I was I was waiting for that, buddy. I was waiting for $2 wager, man, and you can scoop the whole thing. And believe me, in the Breeders' Cup with some of the prices, you never know. You never know is right. I mean, we've had some, some. you know, everybody thinks it's going to be a bunch of winners, but we saw it a few years ago for the Triple Crown when we did 33333 and $0.33. There was one winner um, for that one at Sunset Station. So it can happen, and as B likes to say, toothpicks to lumberyards, it can happen, guys. So for a $2 investment, it really is kind of a cool payday. Uh, so, you know, come on out on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday and have your shot at either 10000 on on the bookends or, or on 20000 on Breeders' Cup Day. By the way, mentioned in hour number one, our good friend Rich Eng from the Daily Racing Forum. We've done many seminars with Rich with Chuck over the years. Rich is going to join us during the week, and we'll have all kinds of great information. Uh, dish out some plays, hopefully some nice long-shot winners for you getting ready for the Breeders' Cup. But the funny thing about it, Chuck, it being at Del Mar, a lot of people we, I know are actually going there, but everybody's making plans to be around here. And the one really cool thing about the STN mobile app, it's sports, but it's got the horse racing component to it as well. So if you're coming in and you want to play the Breeders' Cup, get the app. Another reason to get the app. Absolutely. Come on in. Get signed up today. Uh, you can you know, have all the, the horse races that are going on, the sports, all cool stuff. And I know I stressed earlier, guys, it's, but it's getting that time of year where I know it makes it a little bit tough sometimes to, to run into your favorite station casino sports book or, you know, Wildfire or El Cortez to get your bets down. But having the SDN Sports app really does bring everything we have to offer to you. Chuck, I got to ask you, my friend, as we're about to go to break, 
Do you anticipate that the Blackhawks are going to get a win here at some point? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. That's all right. I mean, they we've seen the number kind of jump uh, in tonight's game against Ottawa. Maybe maybe tonight's the night. I mean, I think the the one positive is that the calendar has changed and it's now November. I know Flurry wasn't happy with it. Patrick Kane's out of the you know COVID protocol. So I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say the win streak ends tonight at the UC. <laughs> wow. I haven't heard a lot about that, boys, but I'm saying tonight the Hawks' win streak ends. Lo- losing streak ends. Well, you heard it here. Chuck Esposito, he's he's like Babe Ruth point to center field calling his shot. We love it, bud. <laughs> We'll talk to you, Jay. We'll get the last man standing updates from you on Wednesday. Have a great day, pal. All right, guys. You too. Thanks. It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Taking a brief respite, and we're coming back to Vegas, and we hope you will too. Sirius 204, the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Radio Network. With your Vegas hockey, uh, Vegas Sportsbook Radio, Vegas Hockey Hotline is coming up top of the hour. Hey, well, it's some fun. Mike Lou is going to join us. Our bud at Vegas Lou, L E W, Vegas Lou on Twitter. Really good on the hockey side of things. It's a big day on ice. Uh, we got you know, news and notes. The Eichel thing, we're waiting. It sounds like it's close. Yeah. And but this NHLPA thing, I don't know if Fair makes it makes it out of the day and that conference call with all the players. I think they may do some. You think they're a little hot over? They're livid. Okay. Um, how about how how does the what happened in Florida to Quinville does, does that have any effect or is that not what we're what they're overly concerned about? No, I mean what they're doing now, this is about what the union didn't do. Okay. This was the union hanging this poor kid out the dry. Okay. And I think the players are pretty torqued about it. And, you know, I mean, it's their union. That's their job. I, I, I get that, but this this is the way, and, and there, there, there's politics involved, even though it's not government, but this is the way this thing all, why, how, I don't understand why it takes, what was it, 11 years, right, to, 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 to come to a resolution on this thing. That, that. It's far too long. There's no doubt. I mean, it's it's a it's just criminal across the board. It's, it's awful, but we'll see what the end result will be. And then the one thing I would just say is the Florida Panthers eight zero and one to start the season. Brunette's the interim coach. I think they'll be okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I you think oh man, look at this start. And you had Quinville there. Brunette's kind of an extension of Quinville. He played for him. He knew every. I think they'll move forward and be fine. I don't think it. I don't think it. It overly disrupts what the Florida Panthers are doing. I agree with you. Strong veteran presence in that locker room among the players too. So that helps. 
Um, yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I, I don't think um, that that this is a, a major speed bump for the Panthers. And we'll get a Light the Lamp podcast with our buddy Cam Stewart. Well, let's see how this all, everything shakes out. We'll give it a day here and see what happens uh, with the conference call with the players and with the NHLPA today and maybe trade news, whatever. But we'll have a, a podcast with Cam Stewart on the Sports Grid platforms for you, and we'll be getting that up in the not-too-distant future. All right, Monday Night Football, Stevie. Giants at Kansas City. Chiefs are laying 10.5, and, and the total is 52. And you keep sitting here waiting for the Chiefs to just put it all together and absolutely blow somebody out. And you stare at it and you say, this is a prime place to do it. Yet, you can't. I don't know how you trust them. I mean, I don't trust them. I mean, not to cover the ten, I mean, they could win by forty. They could. There may be no contest. Yep. But I can see Daniel Jones first drive scrambling around, run down there, but I mean, they put points on the board, and the Chiefs are like, ah, oh, geez, here we go again. Yeah, I, I absolutely do not trust the Chiefs at all, and I, and I'm not sure what to do with the total because that the, the Chiefs' defense has been horrible. There could be points in this game. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I've, you know what? I've, I've, and I've talked about Minnesota before, and, and when Prescott was out, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that Chuck let us know what was going on there. I, I still wouldn't have had any inkling of doing anything with that game last night. Even after I find out Prescott's out, I do not trust Cousins or Zimmer. And right now, I, I don't know who the Kansas City Chiefs are. I, I don't trust them to get this righted. They have... All the players there, you know, to get it corrected. But I don't, I, I just don't trust that they're going to get it done. So let me throw one at you. I guess you'd have given them a puncher's chance. But it was still, you know, a slippery slope. And you're giving them a chance because of Belichick. But the Patriots are 4-4. Four and four. Mm-hmm. Jones is playing older than his years. Mm-hmm. Okay, he goes in, totally frustrates Herbert. They get a win against the Chargers. They're sitting at four and four. I can't, they're not winning the division. Let's just start there. Correct. Right. Correct. But at four and four, games coming up at Carolina. He knows how to frustrate Darnold. Yes, he does. Cleveland, Mayfield. That's a coin flip. I mean, it's, it's the Browns' running game. Right. He's going to get it done there. But it's a game, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. At Carolina. Okay. Big shot there. Tennessee now with right. Henry. Right. They get him at home. At Buffalo. Here's the rub, I think, for them. is at Buffalo. At Indy. Who will really be desperate at that point. Right. I mean that 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 game with ten uh, with uh, Indy, that could be who gets a wild card. It really could be. Yes. And then they host Buffalo, but they close with Jacksonville and at Miami. I think the Patriots are part of the discussion. I think they are too. I, I was really impressed. I, you know, you know how much I like Herbert. So even more impressive to me um, that Belichick was able to do. Uh, what he did against that kid. I, Herbert, to me, already feels like an NFL veteran, even though he's not. I, I, 
he sees the the field really really well very rarely makes makes mistakes and and Belichick was able to get the win um in Los Angeles yesterday very impressive um look I'm a Patriots fan I have my issues with Belichick but but he is a fantastic coach but when you go down the road and this is what you have to do when you're doing this stuff is look down the road all right so they're sitting there four and four you know, the Bengals 5-3 and kind of, hey, shocking the world a little bit. Pittsburgh, by the way, no kicker, goes for the win, gets it. Yeah. All right, Pittsburgh's 4-3. and three. Pittsburgh's no great shakes, right? No. But that win over the Chargers, now the Patriots have the tiebreaker on them. That's big. Yeah, it is. All right? And then the other team's fighting for it. They play Cleveland. Yeah. They play Indy. I mean, they really do kind of control... The situation, it may come down to, if you're just doing the math, can they get a split against Buffalo? Maybe. Maybe it comes down to that. But even if they lost those two, I think they're knee-deep in this. Yeah. You, I, I give him a chance to get a split against Buffalo. He's, you know, he, he knows the, their team pretty well. He'll, he'll take down the best weapon. He's, he's known for doing that. I don't, I, Indy, to me, is a mess. I, I don't see that. I think New England wins that game. Um, Cleveland's going to be tougher. Um, I it, it wouldn't shock me at all if New England is is a is a playoff team. So again, the big news today: the Rams make the trade. They get Von Miller. So, I mean, they get the quarterback at the beginning of the year, and now on the on the defensive side of the ball, they get three of the biggest names in the sport. You know, Von Miller, maybe a little on the back end. Yeah, but Donald Ramsey and Miller—that's pretty impressive. And Stafford is feeling his oats. Yep, yep. Good team. You know, you know, it kind of feels like the Golden Knights in hockey. They, they've, they've got all these pieces there, but they are older, and you need to. If you're the Rams, you've got to win now. You've got to win a championship now. But if you said, okay, let's say though, Could we, you- talk, we talk about a window. They get. I think that with by doing this, they've given themselves a three-year window, a legitimate three-year window. Yeah, right. I'd agree with Stafford, that. Stafford, he's got several good years, at least left in him, and maybe even more, being on a good team, not not getting killed as much. Correct. So, from a reloading aspect, they're going to be hurting at some point. Yes, they will. But. They got it right because golf is just horrible. That's true. That's true. But again, you, you've got because it's going to be so horrific when this is over, you have got to get a Lombardi trophy now. But boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, you got to really sit here and think about what he's done and what he may be about to do. How good is McVay? Yeah. I mean, you get to a Super Bowl with Goff. Yep. And now they're built to really do something. And, I mean, organizationally, again, it's that, you know, is it worth it deal? Is is one, I'd say yes, is, is one, you know, one Super Bowl or whatever the sport, one championship, if you get a championship when teams go for it, if it sets you back several years, at the end of the day, you go, yeah, I wouldn't trade that for anything. Correct. The problem is how many teams do this all-in thing that it actually works. 
Yeah, that's that. That'd be a good thing to to find out what the percentage is. But but I don't have a problem with what the Rams have done. Look what the Redskins did years and years ago. I, yeah, they bought themselves. They went for it. Right, got themselves an All Star team. Yes, they did. No bueno. No bueno. And then what? Uh, then they were drought yeah, city. Drought city. You're right. No, I I don't know. I I this Rams team feels different than than those Redskin teams. I I don't have a problem with what what the Rams have done here. I don't have a problem with it. Um, you know. But again, you, you better grab the trophy because it's going to get ugly when when on the back end of this. The best teams in football right now. I mean, what do we say about the Cowboys? Going on the road, winning with a backup quarterback. Yeah, no, it's impressive. I mean, are we giving them enough credit? Probably not. Probably not. I was banging on McCarthy all year last year. He's, he's turned that around. And how much like Green Bay's Rodgers, which is amazing. Yeah. The defense is better. I mean, you always have a chance with a guy like Aaron Rodgers, but, but as a collective, what Dallas has put together, you know, everybody's talking about the Rams and the Cardinals and the, I mean, the Cowboys. I mean, everybody, and maybe we're all guilty of it, especially after last year. Man, they're in the NFC East. You know, I think yeah. that's part of it. The same thing with, with Green Bay, right? That, that there's no competition in that division for Green Bay, in my opinion. Yeah. So, so both those teams get the playoffs, and then then we'll see how they do. Um, you're right. Rodgers is always going to give you the chance. He's he's got to get to another Super Bowl, though. He's he's had all these chances, and it's it's not completely his fault. But man, you if you're him, you've got to win another Super Bowl. All right, pop quiz, Stevie. Here you go. Rest of the schedule. At Pittsburgh, at Cleveland, host Chicago, host Minnesota, at Denver, host Arizona, at Atlanta, at Seattle. Host Green Bay. Where do the Lions win a football game? That's a good question. <laughs> I said it was a pop quiz. Yeah, that's that's tough for them. That's tough for them. I, you know what? The the, the thing is though, I hope Campbell doesn't lose his job over this. You know, if they, if if they were to go over, I still think he's got them playing a lot better uh, than that they that they have recently. They get a shot against the Atlanta. Maybe at home to Minnesota. They've got a shot. And maybe against the Bears. They've got a against shot. the young quarterback. What against the Bears? They could be a pick 'em. The other spots are going to be dogs, right? Oh, they're not being favored in any game. Okay. All right. Coming back to Vegas, we're going to put a lid on it. It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio Series 204, the Sports Good Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Some people get their information from just anybody. Friends, co-workers, horoscopes, gum wrappers. If that's you, Dude. what are you doing? Credibility. It's a thing. We're your trusted source for gaming, odds, and more. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. We usually wrap up the hour with Stevie updating injury news and notes. Okay, Golden Knights fans. <laughs> 
grab the steering wheel hard. In fact, pull over. <laughs> William Carlson, broken foot out six weeks. They're losing a guy a game. Yeah. Do teams go through runs like this, Brian. We've seen it in all sports. And, and you don't know why. Some The sporting gods just don't like you for some reason that season where you just get a rash of injuries. And the Knights are feeling it this year. All right, what else you got? There's a lot out there. In the NBA, Brian, for Philadelphia, Joel Embiid has been battling a knee injury. They're going to rest him tonight against Portland. He will not play against the Blazers. Uh, for Indiana, Malcolm Brogdon with a hamstring injury. He's missed the last two games. He's questionable tonight against the San Antonio Spurs. In the NFL for New Orleans, Jameis Winston tore his ACL, damaged the MCL. He's out for the season. For Tennessee, Derrick Henry, a broken bone in his foot. He's going to have surgery tomorrow. He's going to be out 6 to 10 weeks, in my opinion, closer to 10 than 6. For Indianapolis, T.Y. Hilton, a concussion left yesterday's game. He has already been ruled out Thursday against the Jets. For Jacksonville, running back Jameis Robinson, I'm sorry, James Robinson, with a heel injury, left yesterday's game questionable Sunday versus Buffalo. For Dallas, Dak Prescott missed last night's game with the calf injury. He'll be questionable Sunday versus Denver. He'll be close, though. He was really close to playing last night. For Carolina, uh, Carolina, Sam Darnold, a concussion. He's questionable Sunday versus New England. And his running back, Christian McCaffrey, with the hamstring injury, expects to practice on Wednesday. He's questionable right now Sunday versus New England. Boy, I mean, you talk about mesh unit. I mean, it- Big names. For the Golden Knights? Everywhere. I mean, all around sports. Oh, yeah. Big stuff. Yep. You're an important guy. Sort of. Oh. Depends on who you ask. My hand's <laughs> raised. I concur. <laughs> Stevie Slapshot, follow him on Twitter. Follow me at Brian Blessing. Thanks to Chris Bavona, our wonderful producer back in New York. Scott Farrell's next on the network. And we've got Vegas Hockey Hotline locally inviting you to join us for that. Have a great day, folks.